You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6-5, U.S. only. Capital One knows life doesn't alert you about your credit card. Pitch hitting, the catcher number two. Also, Karen in row J eating the hot dog. Did you mean to tip 167% yesterday at Lake Cafe restaurant? Just checking. So, meet Eno, the Capital One assistant that catches things that might look wrong, like over-tipping, then sends an alert to your phone and helps you fix it. Eno, another way Capital One is watching out for your money when you're not. Capital One, what's in your wallet? See CapitalOne.com for details. Limitations apply. The following is a Sweet Truth Media production. It may not be suitable for all audiences. Brothers and sisters, get around. It's time for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. <laughs> Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I am Billy Dees, and this is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast. My co-host, as always, is DJ Sugar Shane. What's up, Shane? I am excellent, man. Also with us tonight is Jack Casey. How's it going, Jack? That's going good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, doing all right. Just a reminder, we are on live twice a week, Monday night. At 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then again on Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If that isn't enough for you, you can check us out anytime you want. Available for streaming anytime on a Spreaker Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. Uh, anything major going on in your guys' lives? Start with you, Shane. Uh, major? Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, same old shit, man. Still plugging away, still trying to think of something. All right, how about you, Jack? Eh, not a whole lot. Just trying to get a bowling birthday party together for Lady Q on her birthday on the 27th, but oh. that's been about it. So, oh. Well, that's cool. I think hey, this... I've been thinking about turning back to writing more, but that's about it. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah. I mean, now that, that's a that's a fantastic thing if you can uh, get that going again creative yeah, thing yeah I, I love doing it and it's just finding the time that's the only thing i really don't have writer's block because once i sit down usually it just kind of happens out, you know yeah but uh it's just getting the time to sit down and do that i don't like yeah, that's to do been it. my problem today i've uh been sitting down trying to come up with these fake news like sports stories for our show tomorrow and you know i tried beating my head against the keyboard until like you know stories came out but that didn't work so i'll have to come up with something else while we're on the subject while we're on the subject of sports in general i guess um what's his name went to uh new england is that right is it yeah uh, josh gordon josh gordon yeah yeah Yeah, he's go so now he's in New England, and he, he'll probably do great there. <laughs> well, he'll probably go to the damn Super Bowl this year. 
Yeah, well, I, I hope he can, uh, for his own, uh, you know, his own well-being, that he uh, gets straightened around whatever he needs to get straightened around. And I can tell you that that environment with Belichick and all that will be very unforgiving. He's either going to have to straighten up or hit the road. Yeah. They're not going to baby him like they did in Cleveland. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, 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 thought, I, kept, I thought I kept him too long. There's some people that are pissed off yeah. that, they, that the Cleveland got rid of him. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, you can get into this thing where, you know, should you help somebody? And, and this isn't like they gave him any number of chances. They got him into any number of programs. And this is a guy that's getting paid millions of dollars. I mean, you are supposed to be the elite of the elite. And, uh, you know, if you factor in all the time that these guys are actually on the field doing something and, you know, you, 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 you put that in with how much it costs to have them out there, you have to have a return. You have to have a return on your dollar. Right and uh, and uh, when you're out enormous sections uh, segments of the season and so on, uh, you know there comes a point. Well, that's fine. If you need help, then go get it. You know, I sometimes wonder if some of these teams don't do these guys a, a disservice by constantly keeping them on the field and paying them all the money. I mean, maybe you know they, they should be forced to to get their life straightened around for their own good. Right. So <clears throat> was this dude doing drugs or something? He's had any number of problems with that type of thing. And apparently, I don't know the whole story, but apparently over the weekend, he showed up uh, late. He claimed that he hurt his uh, hamstring during a photo shoot, which don't ask me how that would happen. And uh, <laughs> uh, and then he, he appeared to be, quote unquote, not himself, which means I don't know what his state of mind was. So um, they decided that's enough. We've had enough of this. So, I like everybody that raised the hell and shit. So let's have fuck you. Bye. Yeah. Well, anyway, we talked about this on one of our last podcasts. Shane brought it up. And uh, there was this, uh, was Pluto put back as a planet or was it not? And we went back and forth on that. So I checked into it. Okay. And uh, our determination during that podcast was correct. Pluto has not been reinstated as a planet. However, a, a, a study last week... Uh, this was September 10th, 2018. Uh, this study is trying to make the case that Pluto should be reinstated as a planet and uh, it should never have been downgraded to begin with. And it goes on to make the case as to why that is. Uh, it's a lot of boring, nerdy stuff. Um, it's interesting, but I, I don't know that it makes the case. Now, the guy, I, if you remember, I remember uh, I told you guys that I uh, went and saw a lecture on this over at Kent State. Yeah. And that that was given by a, a, a professor by the name of Mike Brown. And as a matter of fact, you can follow Mike Brown on Twitter, and this is funny. Um, his his Twitter his Twitter screen name is Pluto Killer. <laughs> oh, wow. And uh, <laughs> I... Are you don't- are he and Neil deGrasse Tyson going to like have a sword fight or something? Yeah, I, you, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is on is on the same page as him because he supported him on that. And apparently, he got a lot of flack for that, and I could be wrong about that. It's been a while since I followed this whole story. Oh, this you know was, what? I think I'm confusing him with somebody else. I'm sorry. Okay, um, but anyway, I, I went and actually met this guy. Um, not really met him, like had lunch with him, but I uh, you know went and attended one of his lectures. 
and uh, he he put on a pretty convincing uh, uh, to me it was anyway a case for why Pluto is not a planet. And uh, uh, one of the main arguments is that it doesn't clear it, its own path. For example, Earth clears a path. If an asteroid or something gets in the way, it clears a path for itself. And uh, now, whether or not we, we do too well with that incident is another thing entirely. But um, and and anyway, that's that's kind of the crux of this. So I have a feeling that this study may or may not have made a good case, depending on, on what the scientists say. But I have a feeling this is not going to fly. Um, the uh, it's probably going to stay as as. And, you know, just another piece of debris that's way out there in the in the Kuiper Belt, I believe it is. Right. So, because if, if you're going to make the case for a planet, for a planet, for uh, Pluto to be a planet, where it's located, there's objects floating out there that are just as big, if not bigger. So, what are we going to end up with? Ten thousand planets, you know, way out there. Yeah. So, you, yeah, you, you just can't. Uh, uh, there has to be some criteria. And one of the ones that really stuck out to me, I do remember from the, from the lecture, was that it does, isn't in the same plane. The, right. the 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 substance of the solar system, including all the planets, was pretty much formed at the same time. So everything is is orbiting in the same plane, and uh, this other stuff that goes around the sun is just you know whirling around in different in different planes and 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 it with with different trajectories. So anyway, that's kind of where that is. So I did want to clarify that for you, Shane. I did check into it. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, it's interesting stuff. It's nerdy stuff. It's, uh, but uh, nonetheless, it was. Uh, uh, and to me, it was interesting. They probably got a Pluto for dummies out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember uh, reading a while back too that there's uh, there are several larger objects like out in the Oort cloud, like uh, supposedly I think they called it planet like Sedna or something like that. Okay. Okay. And um, so that was said to be like a planet X, but they haven't found direct proof of it. Yeah. And there are also, as you said, some asteroids and other objects out in that area that are as big as, if not bigger than Pluto. So, yeah, I, I see I'm 100% behind Pluto getting declassified. Yeah. yeah That's I'm the thing, that. too. we got to show people, too, that, you know, just merely protesting and whining about something that is now <laughs> a scientific fact does not change the fact that it's a scientific fact. You can't just protest your way out of you know say global warming or any of that stuff right right, right. Yeah. uh th- th- this next thing here um i i don't know how i feel about this uh, i'm going to talk about this uh this kavanaugh this guy that's uh, up for the supreme court and apparently the senate is going to hold a hearing allowing his accuser to testify publicly and apparently, uh, this goes back to his high school days. Now, this is a guy who's, I'm presuming, well into his 50s. So this has to go back any number of years, 30-some-odd years. And um, apparently, something happened at a party, according to the accusation, and he put his hand over her mouth or something like that. Uh, apparently, no, um, uh, you know, attack or anything like that was made although the allegation is is that had it not got broken up that it would have okay so um you know he, here's the thing and we're going to talk this about this for a little bit more because interestingly uh sean penn made a remark about the me too movement oh god what'd he say well, well, we'll here get we to go that. we'll get to that and, and, okay. and actually 
Hill must have frozen over because I agreed with what he said. Oh, wow. All right. But anyway, um, and, well, here's where I'm going with this. And this was Sean Penn's point. I'll have the exact uh, story here in a little bit. But his point was is that we have no room for nuance in in examining these things. And I'm going to say, and I'll toss this out to you guys, it it seems to – it's gotten to the point that anybody can make an accusation. And I want to be very clear. I take these things very seriously because there is absolutely no doubt that men have behaved in a deplorable fashion. Oh, yeah. And, and no decent man, no decent friend of mine has ever laughed about it or condoned it. Right. And I would, I would say that most men are decent people. But there's enough bad ones out there in power that we have to acknowledge and we have to take any allegation that a woman makes seriously. Right. Okay. At the same time, we have something going back to, and I don't know about you guys, you guys are a little younger, but I, I would have a hard time recollecting a full day out of my high school schedule i mean to go back and say in the 11th grade what was my uh what was my first class what was my second class what did i talk about during lunch i I would have a very hard time putting together a complete day from that long ago all right and the only reason that i'm mentioning this is this is so far back now and this allegation this uh this report apparently they sat on for all these weeks and right before the vote this thing comes forward so at what point and here again i'm not making i'm not defending this guy he might be the best guy in the world he might be the biggest (coughs) prick in the world that's not the point but at what point do do these allegations that we must take seriously become a political tactic you know where something just gets thrown out there and we have to drop everything with no evidence nothing you know going back in this century literally it's not in this century i gotta say i hate the guy yeah i don't want him to be a supreme court justice right Um, and i have my reasons um but yeah that's fine as far as that question that you posed, like, how many of us can remember, like, a full day or whatever back in high school? Uh, I spent most of my high school years stoned, so I don't remember <laughs> yeah. most of it. You right. know, different, like, events, like, kind of stick out to me. And um, I guess, like, any traumatic thing, like, you know, I watched a dude jump off a bridge when I was, like, 15 or 16. Oh, man. Um, like, I remember that very vividly. And I guess oh, sure. maybe if you had, you know, an assault like this woman claimed she had, you'd remember something traumatic like that vividly, too. Yeah. Now, here's my thing, and this goes to also all these, you know, social justice warrior activists digging up people's tweets from 10, 15 years ago and using them to get them fired from jobs, stuff like that, when clearly you're a different person now than you were back then. If I were to have every stupid-ass thing I did back in high school come back to haunt me and, like, stunt my career and, you know, ruin me from being able to progress in life and all that, I might as well just kill myself now. And the thing is, I don't think that it's it's, it's really that fair. Because as you know, when you're that young, you're still your brain's still developing. You're not always going to make you know very smart choices. Any parent of a teenager will tell you that most teens are idiots. I mean, yeah, I'm 33 right. years old and I'm kind of an idiot too. But you know, I remember being an idiot. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And um, so I think something from that far back with no real evidence, 
I mean, it, it. I mean, as much as I said, as I hate the guy, it seems scummy to bring something like this, yeah. especially now, and uh, you know, use it for political points. And well, I really don't think it should be given that much weight. I, I totally agree that if, that if an assault did happen, obviously that would be memorable to her. That incident would be memorable to her. But my my point was. Is, is let's say somebody just came out of the blue about me and said, you know, Billy Dees, when you were in the uh, when when you were in the tenth grade, you called me fat, and that really hurt my feelings, and, and that really ruined my my whole year that year. Okay, I, we, we, I don't even know how to sift through that amount of time. You can't even really stand on 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 firm ground and deny it. When that's so far back, like you say, you were such a different person, and the best the best offense that I could have would be, well, that doesn't sound like me, you know. But how I, it's so far back in, into another, you know, era, literally, that it, it you can't even really deny it well because it's from a time that is so much a void in your life at this point. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I've had uh, some people debate this and they say, well, let's say, for example, you get uh, he had a bunch of people come forward, you know, testifying to his character and saying that this was not I don't know how many people he had 30 or something like that come forward and say, well, this this wasn't like him. And I had people come back and say, well, yeah, but if you get stopped for speeding and you tell the police, hey, I got 30 people that's, that say I don't speed, it's not going to help you. That's not a fair analogy because that cop is, is, isn't anonymously coming forward and saying 35 years ago when you were in the 11th grade, you sped past my house. <laughs> okay. Right. And, um, yeah, so at that point, those, those character witnesses become relevant because they do establish that that is not in his pattern of behavior. And that's really the only way that you can defend yourself. There's no other way that you can reconstruct the circumstances. If I get accused of something on Saturday night, I can say, well, here's who I, you know, here's where I was. Here's the people that I'm with and so on. You can't do that with something that happened in high school 35 years ago. So I'm just saying that, you know, if if these if if these cases need to be, you know, you know, listened to, that's fine. I, I I'm totally on board with that. We shouldn't, you know, scuttle anything. But by the same time, same token, we have to show just a little bit of common sense in how we go through them. And an accusation that's this old. Even even Bill Maher is with me on this one. He he made a remark is that really what it's come down to to stop to stop a nomination um and he's he's as left wing as they come yeah um so anyway that's that's my only point is is if there isn't any vetting vetting process that anybody can you know you, you could accuse me of uh being a serial killer 30 years ago how, how would i defend myself against that you could yeah. accuse me of anything hey billy you know? remember that one time 25 years ago when you set my mom's mailbox on fire yeah. <laughs> better not run for office that. buddy <laughs> <laughs> I said, I might have done that. <laughs> yeah, I might have done that. Now, yeah, I was, a, I was a little troublemaker when I was little. I, I can tell you, and then, and honestly, I can tell you, if you would just come up with some examples, you know, I, I could probably go through, well, that's something I would have done. That's something I wouldn't have done. I, I got to say, my my character is such, I feel that I'm ver- on very firm ground, that I know that I never misbehaved with a woman. Yeah, I oh, never some of the it. stupid crap I did when I was a kid, it surprises me that I'm still alive. I mean, Oh, you know, yeah, I could have got killed. It's almost like you know? God's looking the other way for about the first 17 years of my life. Yeah, uh, you know, somebody, I mean, you're talking to somebody who set his tires on fire and went over a ramp that wasn't very well constructed to be like Evil Knievel when he was like 11 years old. And how I survived that. 
Okay, I never did that, but one of my idiot friends threw a box of twenty-two ammo in a fire one time. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we ducked and covered. Yeah. Um, Although they, they, they don't... I was just going to say that they don't have as much velocity when when you do that, when they come no. out of a barrel, but yeah. yeah. It's not something I would do. Not a smart thing. Um, but that's the thing, though. It's just like these people dredging stuff up from like 10, 20 years ago and then using it, as I said, as a festo- or an offensive weapon to end someone's career effectively. And like, look at uh, James Gunn, who, yeah, he made some distasteful jokes. They weren't really that funny. He was just shock humor. And he apologized for him and took him down, and yet he still gets you know fired from his job at Disney. Um, you know, over a joke. And mm-hmm. it just seems to me that, you know, we need to find a way to barrier people yeah. with no sense of humor from getting online. Like, if you fail the genetic test for not having a sense of humor, you're not allowed <laughs> on the internet. You're ruining right. the internet. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It just it doesn't seem fair to me. Like, you know, like, I got a DUI eight years ago, and, you know, that's still something that employers look at when they're looking up my record. It makes me look like yeah. some kind of unstable alcoholic. Which I <laughs> yeah. Shit. I mean, it just—it seems to me that once you've either once it's been forgotten, or once you've paid penance for your crime, or once you've you know atoned for whatever you've done, it, it isn't really fair to keep you know that leaning over your head. And yeah. um, I mean, this this Brett Kavanaugh thing. I mean, as I said, I despise him. I don't right, want to and, be and the that's next, fine. You know, Supreme sure. Court justice. But I think that this kind of thing, holding this over his head for a nomination for something that happened 35 years ago I I just I don't agree with it I think that's a bunch of bullshit also it would yeah. be more relevant to me if this was kind of like a serial thing like if he had exactly. more than one accuser right, like yeah, it's yeah, a pattern throughout now if, it, if this was a pattern and he had multiple accusers throughout the years then yes I do believe that something like that is, is definitely something that should be brought up yeah but I, just I, one I isolated incident 35 years ago bullshit I, I don't buy it I just yeah. I don't yeah. Um, getting back to Sean Penn, um, th- there's a whole discussion in this interview that he did. And uh, if you want to check this out, I believe it's on the Today Show website. Uh, but basically what he said was, I'm going to say that women that I talk to, not in front of a camera, that I listen to all walks of life, that there is a common sense that is not represented in all the discussion when it comes to the media discussion of it. And he's right about that. Um, you know, it's it seems like um, we have a tendency to grab onto these things and throw it out there and say, make this guy answer for this. And if you don't agree with that, okay, and if you don't say, well, here, let's examine this a little bit, let's study it a little bit. Well, you're a hater. You want to defend the guy. <laughs> That's where it goes. And it, oh, and, no. it, and, 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 and it just seems like, it, you know, if you say anything reasonable, in terms of let's examine this, like you said, let's establish a pattern of behavior, or let's look at circumstances that speak to his state of mind on this given night, or anything like that, they don't want to hear it. Well, it doesn't make a good headline. Yeah. You can't put it into like a, you know, 10-word bit that you can shove in people's eyes over a smartphone. And I think that's also the other reason a lot of people don't look at the circumstance and the deeper information behind all of this. And it's really sad. I mean... And as I said, I mean, I'm sure I've did things back in the day that could come back to haunt me, and maybe they will someday, you know? Yeah. I mean, and in, in a way, that's really not fair, because as I said, I'm not as reckless, I'm not as doing stupid shit all the time like when I was a kid. And, right. You know, I like to think I'm a reasonably well-adjusted adult, and um, I don't know, it just, it, it seems unfair to me. Like, Except for that um, time you kicked me in the kidney because I didn't have a Coke. You deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> 
I told you to yep. bring me a Coke. You didn't do it, so I put my steel-toed boots on and had my way with your kidneys, Shane. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, well, well, like I said, I, I just uh, I'm going to be very clear to to anyone listening. I feel the obligation to do this because it's it's the politically correct thing to do. I mean, we have to take any allegation seriously. I'm not in any way, shape, or form saying we shouldn't do that. Well, I mean, I'll, I'm not either. I'm just yeah, saying. I'll, I'll, yo, I know that, and and I, I'm just saying that when you have you can be accused of anything. There's no way to defend yourself because you can't even reconstruct those events. You can't, you know, and people's memory changes from that long ago. I mean, there, you could go on and on with this. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, it, it's all I'm saying is, is if, if you're going to bring something forward and it potentially derail someone's career and potentially change the course of history, just make sure that, you know, it has some merit. And, this kind of reminds me of take the, some uh, time Cruz. to t- take some time to examine it a little bit. That's all I'm saying. This kind of reminds me of the Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer meme that was on the internet for quite a while. Do you remember that? Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> and that was ridiculous too. No, um, I mean that's a good point though that you can pretty much make up anything and people kind of start to believe it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. so, speaking of our good friend Donald Trump. All right. Yes. Love it. What do you do now? (laughs) In an unprecedented move that stunned current and former intelligence officials, according to NBC News, President Donald Trump on Monday ordered the public release of highly classified documents and text messages related to the FBI investigation into whether his campaign conspired with Russia. And this is going to include a lot of people's messages, including FBI Director James Comey, former uh, Deputy Director Andrew McCabe, and a bunch of other people. And um, what this uh, here here's the kind of the both sides of this, and I'll let you guys hash it out a little bit here. There's a, there's a group of people that that are that say on the positive side that. Well, he's showing, he's demonstrating that there was an effort to besmudge him from the very beginning. Okay. And these, the release of all these messages and everything show that this was more an investigation uh, about finding dirt on him than it was really to get to, you know, to the real truth about anything. And then there's the other side, the other side who say that this is something that breaks precedent and this violates private communication within the intelligence community that could compromise people's sources. It could compromise their methods. It could do a lot of things to harm the intelligence community. So I'll start with you, Shane. We're, we're, uh, what's your first reaction to this? Well, my point, of, my point of view on this is at this point in the stage of the game, there's so much, you know, the public knows all about it, all this stuff going on with Russia and the possible whatever with the election, that I think that now if Trump is innocent as he claims he is, he just needs to prove it. I think he needs to put all his cards on the table and just go ahead and let the whole damn deal go. Well, a lot of people say this is a move in that direction. That's right. I saw. I, yeah, that's why I say I agree. 
that it should be that way. Because if he's innocent, let the, let, let everybody find out he's innocent, and then that'll shut every damn body's mouth up. We can get on with it and be done with it. If he's guilty, well, then we have to do what we have to do then, whatever whatever has to be done then, I don't know. Yeah. And by the way, he did say, uh, in regarding the Kavanaugh uh, situation, that if you need more time, if you need to you know vet this a little bit, that's fine. Okay. So, and that is the right answer. That's kind of what we just talked about. You know, we're going to give this some adequate attention, but, you know, how much of that becomes adequate in the light of no evidence and so on and so forth, we'll, you know, we'll just have to wait and find out. But he did say the right thing about this Kavanaugh thing rather than go off on it. So far, anyway, I haven't, I haven't checked Twitter in the last five minutes, so I can't be sure. But. Yeah, I know. All right, Jack. Uh, a tweak in a day. Uh, what's your take on him releasing these classified communications? I think I'm going to give it about a few days to a week or so to see how much of his leg he shot off with his own shotgun before yeah. I really form an opinion on this one. Because it's okay, answer. like look at how he uh, he pardons Jeff or Jer- eh, Joe Arpaio for whatever problem, whatever it was that he got convicted of. Don't care. Well, now Joe can't plead the fifth, and is now if he he cannot lie about anything that you know shady that went on because right. you know he's still convicted. He was just pardoned. So I feel like there's going to be some information in this. And I could be wrong. That's going to just make him look even worse in terms of the whole um, Russian investigation because he really does not seem to think things through. He seems to be more of a one-step thinker. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, no, I, I mean, don't believe there's any doubt it, about that. If it gets the whole step in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's great and all that he's going to you know try this um, attempt at you know quote unquote transparency. But I have a feeling that, you know, who knows what's in this stuff. Did anybody really go all the way through it? You know they didn't because there's, like, probably tens of thousands of Well, they, they say there's too much of it. Yeah, they yeah. say there's too much of it. Yeah. They're, they're, and a lot of journalists have said just what you said. We have to comb through this. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm going to wait on this one. I mean, yeah, great. Okay, fine. He's trying to pretend he's transparent on something. But um, I'll, I'll believe it. I'll, A, believe it when I see it. And, B, I just I want to see what happens. I can't really give you, like, a real good opinion at this time. Um, okay, gotcha. I mean, I am a Trump hater. I can't stand the man either, but I'm I'm willing to give it some time, see what happens, yeah. and you know, go from there. I I gotta tell you, I, um, I'm I'm gonna let Shane speak for himself. Although I have a pretty good idea where he is. I I really don't like any of them. Uh-oh. I mean, um, I I'm not necessarily a Trump hater, but I'm not a his champion either. I mean, my attitude with this is, as far as any, he here's what I would say if I was a senator. You know, so often these senators say, "Well, do you support Trump?" And my answer to be with that to be, I don't care who the president is. If an issue comes up, and I'm to vote on it or what have you, as part of my job being in the Senate, I am going to take that measure on its own merits. And if I decide that I'm going to vote for it, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm supporting the president. It's no. just that I believe this is a good issue. And if I decide to vote against it, it's, it's going to be because I don't like the issue. It's not, be, it's not because I'm against the president. You know, right. I'm, I'm in, 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 I make my decisions independently. And um, that's kind of where I'm at as an individual. I mean, certain things he's done had, you know, drives me nuts. There's some things he does that, quite frankly, a, a good president probably would have done. So it, it just depends. And uh, I'll, Shane, where, how are you on this? I, we know that uh, Jack is hates Trump. <laughs> where, uh, where are you? Well, I'm kind of uh, with you on the whole get rid of all of them, too. If I was like the yeah. writer for uh, Sesame Street, every single episode would be brought by the letter F for fucking fire all of them. But, you know, that's just yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not a I'm not a Trump hater, but yeah, I'm not his biggest supporter either. Um, I don't I didn't like him. I didn't like Hillary. Uh, I'm not a partisan. I uh, right down the middle of the road. If it right, walks like right. a duck, quacks like a duck. I can yep. I can figure it's a duck. So if, if it don't look right, I don't want nothing to do with it. I think well, that's the Democrats screwed themselves too. They should have run Bernie, and things have oh, been a yeah. lot different. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, I've met more than one person who has said, you know, when Bernie got, um, you know, dropped for Clinton, that was when I decided to vote for Trump. Yeah, and I've met way, more than one person in real life. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, exactly it's the way, the way they, did they did it. They showed him the door and just said, you know, don't let it hit you on the way out. I mean, yeah. I generally support and vote for Democrats, but it <clears> it just it it's really frustrating to watch a party, even when they have a supermajority in Congress, that can't even grow a spine and get anything done. Yeah. And it's just it's just absolutely maddening to me. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Here's something. Um, I di- I didn't know this. Now, you, now Shane, you do the vaping, right? Uh, uh, with the cigarette. Not right now, no. Okay, and but you have, yeah, you, yeah, you know I have. yeah. I okay, have. And, and Jack, where are you on that? I, I've never done it. I just hit a vape like ten seconds ago. Okay, I didn't know that there are people that put marijuana on those things. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's just weed oil that you vaporize with a coil the same way. Okay, a new survey shows that nearly one in eleven U.S. students, and here again, this is according to NBC News, have used marijuana in electronic cigarettes, heightening the concerns over the popularity of teen vaping. I gotta say, that's a new one on me. It never even occurred to me. Well, I mean, why would you put it in the vapor? Why wouldn't you just smoke it? Because it gives you a more... Con- yeah, yeah. What? Go ahead. It gets, it's what he was going to say. It gives you more... Uh, what is it? Con- you go ahead. What was the word you was going to use? It gives you a more concentrated, concentrated high. So instead high, of yeah. having to like smoke a whole joint or whatever, you can take a puff or two off of a pen. And it has kind of the same effect, except um, also there's not as much plant matter burning. So in a sense, it's almost a little bit better for you than you know puffing down tar. Um, yeah. And here's the thing, man. I don't agree with kids like going and doing drugs and smoking pot like I did. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. they're gonna do it, and it doesn't shock me. And I don't really. It really what that does is it kind of demonizes the legalization movement. Saying, "Oh well, you know, we influence kids to do this." When really the kid just had like an older kid buy it for him, like they did, you know, like I did with beer back in the day. <laughs> it's just <laughs> well, like, oh, they put this out there and they try to claim like the sky is falling, and really it's just the the people are you know they're doing it at the same rate. It's just the um the vehicle that they do it by changed. Well, that's what I was going to say. Now, now this is an excerpt from uh, the report. Vaping is generally considered less dangerous than smoking because burning tobacco or marijuana generates chemicals that are harmful to the lungs. But there is little research on e-cigarettes, long-term effects, including whether or not they help smokers quit. And that, to me, is what you just said. It seems to me like what vaping has become is just another way to smoke. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, and people freak out about oh, all these kids are you know using the jewel pen and everything and yeah, I mean, I just I think it's dumb because if you compare stuff like pot in an illegal state versus a legal state, man, I remember when I was a kid, it was easier for me to buy crack cocaine than it was for me to buy a pack of cigarettes or like a case of beer. Yeah, and um, you know, in the new legal states now, that's put behind a wall, so it's harder to get yeah. than it was when I was a kid. You know, any guy in the street corner could sell it. Yeah. And, um, 
I don't know, it doesn't seem to me that kids are smoking or doing drugs in greater or lesser numbers than when, you know, I was a kid. It's just, you know, as I said, it's a different way of doing it. And so, therefore, you know, there's this new way of doing it, and that's a, that's a better way to scare people and get their attention. It's amazing to me um, what, what becomes poison. And, and, and I'll tell you guys a, a true story. One of the first jobs I ever had as a young adult, I worked at a video store. And that was back when you had to, you know, have these things called tapes. <laughs> you know, you, oh, you put yeah. them in this machine. Oh, dude, we had a VCR until like 2000 at my house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. My it, dad it, had an 8-track player. And, uh, you, you know, the, the thing about uh, video cassettes, people always say, well, they're always changing all these formats. VHS was around for decades. Okay, it just didn't come and go. But anyway, long story. Um, this was back in the heyday of uh video rentals this was like when wow you can go out and rent a movie and bring it home and watch it you know this was like a big deal and uh there was a guy there that that had just gotten hired and uh you know a lot of times when it gets slow and everything people tell you their life story and he told me this whole life story about how he had this good job and he had this beautiful wife and he had all these great things and he lost them all because of his cocaine addiction okay and he goes even now just talking about it you know he's like shaking he goes just just talking about it makes me want to hit you know and uh, and keep in mind i was listening to this for over an hour i'm so sorry buddy okay so anyway i went to the next door there was a gas station i was on break and i and i had I'm kind of like Sugar Shane. I get these affinity for sweets every once in a while. And you ever have those those orange Hostess cupcakes? I mean, they're oh, they're pure yeah. junk food. But I've eaten. God, okay. yeah. Love so them. anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. So, I had a chocolate. So so anyway, I came back into the into the store and I opened this package up and I start chowing down on my cupcake and there's one left and I thought, well, I'll be polite, you know. I say, do you want the other one? And this guy says, oh no, I would I wouldn't touch one of those. There's way too much sugar in them. <laughs> oh god <laughs> and you know um okay i get it you know sugar's probably not the best thing for you but um you know as opposed to wrecking my life with cocaine i don't think a cupcake is gonna hurt me that reminds me of this coworker i had who weighed like 400 pounds like she yeah. literally waddled when she walked it was like watching an obese penguin trying to go back and forth through the kitchen and um, she would always, always complain about, I need to lose weight, you know, I need to I need to lose weight and start feeling better and everything. And on her break, she would get a pot pie, a giant slice of cake, some mashed potatoes with gravy, mac and oh, cheese, yeah. and a Diet Coke. Oh, my. <laughs> because <laughs> that, that, that's where the problem was, the sugar that's and the where Coke. That's the problem it wasn't, was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this woman would eat more in a 15-minute break than I would eat all day. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, it just kind of reminded me of that. And on the cocaine thing, man, I've done coke a few times, and honestly, I, I really don't understand how people like it so much. Yeah, I, just don't. I, don't I mean, either it didn't affect my brain like it does other people, or or what. Alcohol is the same way. It, it, some people, the you know, first couple of drinks you have, a young in life, you're you're an alcoholic. Yeah, and, and there's other people just like me. I just never developed a taste for it. Yeah, like, the next day, like, I couldn't stand the drippy feeling, like, the numb feeling. The next day, like, um, I, it, I just felt like I just ate, like, five pounds of sand. It was yeah. just, yeah, it, I, I really don't understand how people get hooked on that stuff, but uh, maybe that's just me. Well, uh, another example of what you're saying about the Diet Coke is, you know, I've had people, uh, you know, that, that, you know, we're talking about our diets or whatever. 
And I'll say, well, I'm trying to eat more salad and, and you know, things like that. And I said, well, you got to watch the salad dressing. You know, salad dressing's got a lot of... And I'm like, well, you know what? People who weigh four or 500 pounds didn't get that weight eating no. too much salad. <laughs> yeah, you don't get that weight eating too much salad. It wasn't salad. because, they, you know, they put a little, uh, a little blue cheese salad dressing on their salad. That isn't how they weighed 500 pounds. I will uh, tell you this, though. This story was a guy I knew that said he was going to go on a diet and he was going to eat salad for a whole month. Uh-huh. And he did it. But what he did... I tried to tell him, but he wouldn't listen. He went over there and he'd go to the salad bar. He'd have all his veggies on that sal- on that plate. Okay. And he put four heaping scoops of ranch dressing on it, okay. which has 11 oh, grams of fat, fat per tablespoon. Wow. Yeah. I said, what are your salads? You might as well have went to KFC and got you some chicken <laughs> and mashed potatoes, brother. Yeah. I made it to sit there and eat that salad. So after the month was up, I asked him how your diet went. Now he looked at me and he said, you ain't going to believe it. I said, what is it? He said, I gained five pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing yeah, with this woman, too, who would eat on her breaks like more than I did in a day is like, you know, I'd, I'd ask her, I'd be like, so have you tried like exercising? And she'd be like, oh, I walk up and down the stairs to get to the laundry. <laughs> I'm like, that's not exercising. That's right. walking up and down a set of stairs like once every three days to oh, waddling in her case. Yeah, but uh, it surprised me that her heart has not exploded yet. I gotta say, okay. Yeah. Also, one of the most worthless workers I've ever worked with, too. But you know, yeah, kind of why you know waddled around and complained about everything and asked Jesus to help her with whatever yeah. task it was she had to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God>. I, t- <laughs> I got miles of stories about her, but that's for another time. I'll run. I'll round out the program with um, probably should have me uh, at least mention uh, the Florence, the hurricane. Yeah. Um, a lot of, uh, I guess right now, North Carolina is having problems with, uh, you know, the, just the saturation of water. And what happens in a lot of these states, it, you know, post storm is the rivers become very dangerous. You know, the areas around the, the inland rivers and so on and so forth. So they're really having a, a tough time. I don't know that it was the, the catastrophe that the media made it out to be. Um, you know, there was a lot of this, the same old stories that we've seen before about these weather forecasts. And I don't understand what it is about having these guys in the pouring down rain. You know, they, they they break into the uh, special report, you know, bubble and there's this guy in a raincoat in the pouring yeah. down rain. Yeah, it's raining. <laughs> Did yeah. you see that guy on Twitter? That uh, yeah. that reporter on Twitter who was like pretending like the wind was like going to blow him off his feet, and then there were people just casually walking normally in the background. Yes, yes, that was the one that, <laughs> that got all the attention. That one viral. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's they were walking. There was was walking their dog, wasn't it, or something like that? Yeah. There were also so, a lot of people really angry about this flag that got left out, like on this dock or something like that. And I guess a bunch of people on Twitter and on Reddit named it Kevin. <laughs> No. So they had like all these posts about Kevin the flag, like you know, needing assistance and needing to be taken down and all that. <laughs> it's really funny stuff. Uh, before we go, speaking of the flag and and all that, uh, Shane, you you had mentioned to me about the latest thing with the Nike. Did, did something go on that I wasn't aware of? Nothing uh, going we, on. Just a bunch of protests. No, I don't think we ever. Really oh, okay. mentioned, I didn't think we'd ever really covered it that much. I was just going to make mention that. Yo, yo. Go ahead. I was just going to make mention of it and explain, you know, talk about it, see where everybody's viewpoint was on it and all that. That's all. I mentioned it before. I, I really feel that uh, I, I don't have any strong feelings about this one way or the other. Um, and, and right now, 
like I mentioned before, the protest has become about the protest. The original yeah. meaning of this it has gotten lost. Um, and uh, you know, that's probably the sad part about it. Is and, and anytime you do something controversial to make a uh, to make a statement, you always run the risk of of the act itself becoming the subject rather than your cause. It's just like burning a flag or anything else. Oh yeah. So, so I mean, thing, here's the ahead. thing that nobody uh, ever considers when they're complaining about this whole Nike thing. That honestly, I don't really give a shit about. Um, <laughs> I don't either. Colin Kaepernick, or whatever his name is, um, had wanted to do some kind of small protest, you know, about the police violence thing. And he actually talked to a veteran friend of his who told him that, yeah, like, sitting down or benching or whatever um, would seem a little bit more disrespectful, but, you know, he said, then the guy said, you know, maybe taking a knee. So his protest was actually inspired by a U.S. veteran in the first place. Okay. And nobody and everybody goes, oh, he's all anti-American and it's against the flag and against the vets and all that. And really, uh, in the first place, it started out with him respectfully asking one of his friends who was a veteran what the most respectful way to do such a protest would be. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like I said, it's aside from the issue about whether or not you should listen to your employer, who in this case was the NFL. And we've talked about this before. When you work for a private organization, um, if I'm working out in front of a store and they tell me, don't talk about Trump when customers come in, and I start talking about Trump, you know, I, I can legitimately can be told, hey, look, you're either going to have to stop talking about Trump or you're going to have to quit. Okay. Um, but aside from that, free speech issues, he's well within his rights on free speech, which really pertains to government censorship, which hasn't, hasn't come into play here. Okay. So he's he's well within his rights, and you may agree with him or not agree with him um, in terms of his methods. <clears throat> but beyond that, I, I really, I, I you know, it, we've this has been covered and covered and gone over and gone over. What more can you say about it? Oh, I'm so sick of hearing about it. There, I mean, I see some of my idiot friends on Facebook put something up. My eyes roll back so much that my retinas detach. I'm just yeah, tired too. of it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it has been going on now for several years. Uh, this isn't the first time that this has happened. There's people, you know, standing at the podium, leaving their hats on in yeah. years past. There's, you know, we could go on and on with this. Look, uh, Nike sales have went up 31% last I saw. And, and you know, here, here's the thing with that. I, I kind of <laughs> in, intimated that they, I, didn't, I didn't feel that it was going to be too big of an issue for them because here's the thing. Here's what a lot of people don't understand, Okay regardless of what your politics are, regardless of, of how you feel about this situation, here is the reality. The United States is no longer the biggest economy in the world. No. Okay? China is, is, is in, in a lot of ways, much more dynamic, much larger than ours. Now, you can measure it in different ways. I'm sure there's an economist that would disagree with me, but you know, understand where I'm going with this. China now is on par with the United States in terms of economy. And then you, you examine what's happening in Europe. There's sections of Europe which are, are a lot more vibrant economically, and they have a lot more going on than what they have in years past. So you have to understand from an international corporation's point of view, there's a lot of anti-sentiment in the, uh, against the United States right now, anti-United States sentiment. So there's a, there's a lot to pile on here, Okay. And um, the, the other thing is, too, and here's the part, a lot of it, you know, everybody wants to talk about how brave Nike, Nike is a corporation. They knew they would make money. They, they did this 
as as something that they knew would be in their best interest. That, and that's just the honest truth. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no yeah. doubt. And and, and the uh, the uh, and I, I could also and I'm very few people have mentioned this. Okay, for right or wrongly, particularly football, which is a very has a very conservative fan base as opposed to to like basketball, for example, it's younger, it's more diverse, etc. Uh, football, you have that tradition about the father and the son, and you know the standing for the national anthem and the you know family football Friday night thing, high school. And uh, uh, the fact of the matter is, is that those flyovers and all those militaristic things during the national anthem are recruiting ceremonies. They're 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 promotional recruiting stunts, is what they are. And as as much as that flag gets manipulated in ways that you don't like, it also gets manipulated in ways that you like. But we have a tendency not to complain about it when it's something that we like. Okay. Right. And uh, and and that's just that's that's the reality. I mean, you you can get mad at me for saying that, <laughs> but I mean, um, the, the United States military has worked in conjunction with the NFL for years to you know have this prestige about you know the the brave and the strong and all these commercials and everything during football season. That's why they're there. Okay, be all you can be and all this. And you know what? I this here again. I know in this day and age, anything I say on this matter is going to get regurgitated. And some I'm not saying there's anything wrong with recruiting people who want to go into the military any more than colleges do the same thing. Okay, all I'm saying is is that be aware that flag can get used in a lot of ways that you may not realize. Oh, that's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. So, all right. Hundred percent um, agree. Uh, before we leave, I uh, just wanted to, do you guys have any last words or anything before I go through the rundown? Oh, on your phone, if you want to go to Siri and say, play okay. Sweet Truth Media, it'll bring up the oh, latest, it, it brings up the latest podcast, so just scroll. Really, that actually fantastic. works? Yeah, that yeah, it works fantastic. just like that, because I tried it today, I just put, I just said, play Sweet Truth Media, and that's what came up. Well, that's, that's funny. Fantastic. I just said that would work as a joke last time I saw you. Yeah, I, I, be, I believe uh, Spreaker has some things, um, you know, that they do to to, to make to, to help facilitate that. So that's fantastic. I could be yeah. wrong about that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure Spreaker has some tools for that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, before we go, just to let everybody know that the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast will be on again live Thursday night, and Shane is going to take the helm for that one. That will be 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tomorrow night, his show with the rest of the crew, entitled, uh, what is it? Uh, in These the, Layman's Terms. In These Layman's Terms. I always want to say in those layman's terms, but it's in these layman's terms. That will be on tomorrow. Is it 8 o'clock still? 8 p.m. Yeah. Eastern Standard Time? Okay, yeah. and that's also on Spreaker. Be sure to check him out. Lots of good st- stuff happening there. In the meantime, you can tweet us anytime at Sweet Truth Radio. Uh, give us your uh, two cents, if you will, but you have to be nice. Yeah, you got to be nice yeah. to us now. <laughs> Don't mean you got to kiss our ass, but be considerate. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You, can all- be, you can be mean to me all you want yeah. about my dumbass opinions. I'm just going to point and laugh at you. Just all right, t- there you go. Just tap it. Nope, nope. And we, Don't be we, mean. <laughs> we generally uh, acknowledge as many of the tweets as we can and, and the other stuff. We can't always answer every single one of them in detail, but we we at least give them a like or something like that. Oh, and we do hear you. Yeah, I, go ahead. Oh, I got something, something came up, man. Uh, the thought. Gail Nobles that does those podcasts with us, 
Yeah. She survived the hurricane. She's okay because she lives down there. Oh. Oh, so I fantastic. Just say so thankful, glad to hear that. Grateful that she's okay. So uh, She seems like such a great, uh, yeah. a great person. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I wanted to give a shout out that she is okay. So, oh, that's great. And that is fantastic to hear. And, of course, we want everyone to be okay. And, uh, you know, just because you know, there's a lot of people on social media ridiculing the coverage of, of the hurricane and everything doesn't mean that it's pleasant. I mean, having a basement full of water and all your things destroyed, even though your life may not be in danger, that's not a picnic. Okay? No. So there's a lot of people who, uh, you know, may be safe from from harm, but are going through some very, very bad times. No electric, uh, you know, belongings destroyed, homes that they've had for years being destroyed. Uh, a lot of suffering out there. So we want to, you know, I absolutely want to keep everybody uh, in mind when we talk about the, you know, the strength of that storm and what people are going through. Yeah. Okay. Any closing thoughts there, Jack? You cool? Yeah, I'm good. I just want everybody to know I'm safe from the hurricane, too. So, yeah. In case you yeah. all cared. Yeah, they're worried about it coming <laughs> up north here and going through right Gary, but it ended up not happening. We, we did have one. Uh, the one that hit New York a couple years ago caused some very high winds here. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah, I remember uh, uh, it knocked over a tree across the street from my mom's house up yeah. in Ashtabula because it yeah. hit the lake pretty hard. Yeah. Anything else going on with uh, Sweet Truth Media you want to shout out, uh, Shane, before we go? That's about it. Just keep tuning in and listening. Uh, i got some more podcasts coming of my own. I've got some coming up. Uh, hopefully, me and Tony the Tiger will get together and work on this crime one we want to do pretty soon. And then um, I've got a couple of my own that I want to get out, hopefully, this week or the first – or end of this week or the first next week. But uh, Okay, very good. I'm also uh, fleshing out an idea for a, one of my own. It'll probably be about maybe 10, 15 minutes. It's going to be Jack Reviews Things. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Not, not necessarily cool. movies or like music or any of that, just random things that I come across yeah. day to day. Who said it could be somebody um, right into it at the store? So. <laughs> yeah, like, well, you have a good take on things. I, you know, yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's no doubt about that, Jack, and I mean that sincerely. You have a good take on things. Yeah, Thanks, and man. Yeah, and... Uh, you know, it's it's not a matter of agreeing or not agreeing. You just have this this perspective that jumps out, and uh, absolutely, that sounds like a great idea for you. Yeah, um, I don't know. It'll probably end up being rants after I've had a few beers about something you know, <laughs> two in the morning. But uh, I don't know, I'm I'm looking into like you know maybe reviewing different like types of food or different, um, but just kind of having my own thing on it. Um, sure. I don't know. We'll see. I'm gonna probably try and do a couple test ones sometimes this week and see how it goes. So. All right. That sounds fantastic. If anybody wants to listen to me shout into a microphone about that dumbass I got stuck behind at the grocery store who was paying with change, um, it'll be the podcast for you. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Very good. Everyone have a fantastic couple days. Check out uh, Shane and the crew tomorrow night for these layman's terms. And then we will be back. Sanctuary Sweet Truth Thursday night, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Have a great week. I think of it.
I'll just go to Little Caesars. I'll go to Little Caesars. Get a bacon wrap, deep, deep dish pizza instead. Get a bacon wrap, deep, deep dish pizza instead. Get a Little Caesars large, hot and ready bacon wrap, deep, deep dish pepperoni and bacon pizza wrapped in over three and a half feet of bacon for just 12 bucks at participating locations plus tax. Pizza, pizza. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.